Girlwise is a safe space to learn and discuss all kinds of topics through anecdotes and evidence-based research. I'm your host, Brenda Nicole, and welcome to Girlwise. Hey everyone, you're listening to Girlwise. Welcome back. Today, I want to talk about getting out there and dating, which can be pretty intimidating, especially if you're like me and haven't dated in a long time. So I thought that we could both use some tips when it comes to first dates and how to navigate them. Hey everyone! Before we begin, I wanted to give a clear and important disclaimer to ensure that listeners understand the limitations of the advice given on this podcast. I am not a professional or expert on the topics being discussed, and you should always use your own judgment when it comes to where you stand on a subject and making decisions. While I do my best to direct you in what I think is the right direction, it is always wise to consult with a qualified professional when seeking advice on a particular issue. References will be in the show notes so you can take a look at the places I'm getting my information from as well. You know your own story and situation better than anyone else, so do what is best for you always. Thank you so much, and enjoy this episode. First off, I watched so many Get Ready With Me's for first dates just to see, you know, other girls' perspectives on this, and let me tell you, I absolutely love those videos. They're so comforting and it just feels like this little club where we all get to hang out and chat. I hope these episodes also feel like that because I love those vibes and that is what I'm going for with these. I also want to mention very quickly that when I'm speaking about romantic interests, I may refer to them using male pronouns, but you can replace them with whichever one best fits your situation. And you guys know that we use science as much as we can on this podcast, so of course we're going to be adding some science back tips as well. But let's back up a second. How do you even get a first date? I'm not going to lie, the way modern dating apps have established this ultra-fast speed dating is quite scary and overwhelming to me. I think it's fine to date however best fits whatever you want and how you're comfortable getting it. For me, it's meeting people in real life because dating apps stress me out and seeing what someone acts like in person and in social settings is the most important thing to me when it comes to dating. This doesn't mean though that doing one over the other makes you a better or worse person by any means. But if we're using the apps, it is important to remember to treat people with respect and not as disposable profiles in a sea of possibilities. So step one should be meeting a person that you're interested in. And I understand that this seems obvious, but while going out and putting yourself out there is good advice, I think below the bare minimum should be that you like the person. If you're not interested or don't think that this is a good match, then don't force yourself or allow others to pressure you into going out with this person over the premise of getting out of your comfort zone. These are situations where you can challenge yourself to do things that may scare you, but always remember that they should allow you to grow, not put yourself in dangerous situations or situations that you simply don't want to be in. So you should always stay very, very close to your comfort zone and be able to tell the difference between 
doing things that feel scary because you want to break out of fear and things that are scary because they can and actually will hurt you. Now, after you've met the person that you're interested in, you can begin getting a date. I've talked about most of how you do this in an episode called How to Get a Boy to Like You. So if you want to know more about that, you can check that episode out. And finally, we have arrived at going on the date. I think it's very important if you want these efforts to be successful to go in immediately knowing what you want from your next relationship. Now, this doesn't mean that it has to be super serious right away, but knowing what you want out of this and communicating that from the get-go is the best move that you can make so that you're both on the same page. If you want to have a casual relationship, say it. If you're dating to marry, let them know. If you're somewhere in the middle but still want a serious relationship, make it known. By this point, you should have already worked on yourself so that you don't begin or repeat cycles of bad relationships. If you don't know what you want, then it might not be the right time to date because it's not other people's jobs to figure out or convince us of those important things for us. Though dating is a great way of learning more about yourself and what kind of things you want, it's unfair to say yes to a commitment that you're not sure about, both to you and the other person. When planning the date, it's good to think about location. Many people like to, for example, lower the seriousness by meeting at a bar or a coffee shop to keep it more casual. If you are too nervous and think of yourself as an introvert, then you might even like the movies, where talking is kept to a minimum. Other people like the person to plan everything and for it to be a surprise. It's all about recognizing what you're comfortable with and vouching for yourself. Personally, I really dislike movie dates, am sober, allergic to coffee, and lactose intolerant, so the basic ideas for me are limited, but that's okay because there are plenty of other fun things to do, and I don't mind coming up with them at all. There are a few things that I think are very important to keep in mind when on the date. First off, go into it knowing what you are worthy of and inherently are. You are inherently worthy of love, regardless of how this date goes. You and your boundaries are inherently worthy of being respected, and so on. Leave expectations behind. Try going with the mindset of going out for yourself, and if something good comes out of it, then that's great, but if not, then that's okay too. These events sometimes can be a bit uncomfortable, so take charge to make them a bit easier on yourself. For example, if romance is intimidating to you, then it doesn't have to be that way. It can help to think of it as meeting a new friend to take the pressure off of having romantic chemistry and just focus on having a good time. Another big one is being in the mindset of receiving. I'm going to make a standalone episode on this topic because it definitely deserves it. But receiving things used to make me so uncomfortable when I was younger that I would get crazy anxiety anytime a guy would give me gifts or pay for me. And I know for some people who have no problem receiving these things, it can sound a bit silly, but 
I completely rejected the idea that I was worthy of receiving anything. So therefore, my body would shut down. Now, I try to be as open to receiving things as I can because I know that I merit good things. This can, of course, include things like gifts and money, but it also includes love, affection, and compliments. Girl, you are worthy of receiving compliments. If the person wants to give you these things, then it's okay to take them without feeling guilty about it. You deserve to be pampered, loved, and spoiled. Don't feel bad about taking the things that people with free will are giving to you. They're giving them to you because they want to. Another thing is to ask yourself if you like him, not the other way around. There are many times when we focus on whether or not the other person likes us, and we forget to honor our own opinions as well. Wondering if they're feeling the same way about you as you do about them is normal, but don't let that take away from really breaking down if they're a good match or not. First dates are where you gather a ton of information about this person, so pay attention. I have a whole episode on red flags and another one on green flags that all apply perfectly in the situation. Lastly, have your boundaries super clear before even getting there on things like how much alcohol you're going to drink, how much time you're willing to spend on this date, whether or not you're open to sleeping with this person, or maybe what kind of personal questions you're willing to answer, and so on and so forth. Additionally, you want to figure out deal breakers on this first date. This can save you both a lot of time and effort. If you've been messaging prior, you might have already asked some questions, but you can delve deeper into them. As an example, I think a deal breaker for me would definitely be addiction. Now, when it comes to the science tidbits to help you, a study in 2008 revealed that the more people are attracted to each other, the more they mimic each other's body movements non-consciously. So if your date starts suddenly mimicking you, then it's a good sign. Another funny science discovery is that an experiment conducted in 2017 that wanted to go beyond mimicry and find a relationship to eating food together. They found that when two people shared the same food, they increased in cooperation and trust with one another. Though the study does state specifically that it mattered that the food was given and not chosen to be similar, I guess it's something that you may want to try out, but only if what they're ordering seems appealing to you. Don't change your preferences in order to be liked. Yet, if you do like the same foods, then you already have a good thing going to build trust. Now, I want to end on a few quick little notes. Um, the number one thing that you guys should have very clear, especially as women going out is that you do not owe anyone anything. If it's that bad, leave. I have heard way too many stories of girls being like, ugh, I hated him from the first five minutes. I knew that we were totally not going to be a good match. He was being super rude and disrespectful and condescending, and he was telling me all of these misogynistic things. And yet, I still, I knew that I had to sit down and eat dinner with him for two more hours and I'm like whoa where is this coming from you don't owe anyone 
any of your time. If it's really that bad, please, girls, do not force yourself to being uncomfortable over someone else's ego and happiness. It's time to stop people pleasing because you do not owe anyone nice. So please, if it's really that bad, you have the right to stand up and leave. The next point I want to make is, of course, this shouldn't be said, but it is a mistake that some people make, which is don't bring up your exes. It's unfair to the other person. Maybe take a little bit of time for yourself to grieve that relationship and to process so that you can, you know, go into these new relationships with a blank slate, not dragging anything from the past. Another tip is to be as safe as possible. I know I've mentioned a lot that, you know, it's very unsafe and that's one of my biggest concerns with dating. It can be pretty scary out here as a woman. So definitely, of course, no drinking and driving. If you know that you're going to drink, if you're going to go to a bar, be careful giving other people your location, especially if you're meeting these. I mean, this can apply to anyone, but especially if they're strangers and, you know, no one in your close circle or no one that you know knows them. It is probably best not to let them come pick you up in your house and giving your, them your location or maybe coming back to your place after things are done. I mean, this is just from personal experience. I always tell girls or I, I strongly advise against you getting into strangers' cars. Again, if they come pick you up or if they're like, hey, let's go to this other place, put an air tag in your purse because, man, especially in like... You hear some of the worst horror stories. And um, I also have careful, again, letting them know where you live. Because once they know that information, you can't take that back. Another tip that I wanted to speak quickly about is that there's nothing wrong with being nervous. It is a totally normal human emotion. And you just have to embrace it and not let it stop you from going on these dates. If you if that's something that you want, don't let these nerves stop you because that is the number one thing that we want to avoid when you want to do something is letting the fear stop you. And I've also heard stories about girls being so nervous, like too extremely nervous, too paranoid to where the guys outside and they're like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. But you know, it's it's time to conquer our fears a little bit when we really do want to do something, not because we're being pressured to. Also, if the date is going great, congratulations, but acknowledge that you're having a good time. Sometimes we can be so caught up in our appearances and what they're thinking that we might forget to communicate ourselves that we're really actually having a good time and we like this, you know? So let them know because... Apparently, men cannot read body language or indirects at all. So be straightforward with them and let them know that you were having a good time. The next one is do what you're comfortable with. Your worth is never attached to your sexual expression. Having the fear that you're going to be less respected or that your worth as a person is going to go down because of something that is innately human to do is absolutely horrible and we should 100% take ourselves out of that mindset. If this person is holding this against you, 
then they do not deserve to be in your life ever. So moving on, uh, if you want a second date, then leave the communication open. There are a lot of games that we like to play, whether or not you should text them afterwards, if they're going to text you, what's the time that should be allotted in order for it to, you know, seem mysterious and all these other things. I think, you know, do what you're comfortable with, but if you want to get a second date with them, if you had fun, if you like this person, then keep the communication open because again... I made a whole episode on this, but ghosting is absolutely terrible. And even if you didn't, find a way to speak your truth, but let's try to stay away from ghosting as well. And I also came up with something called date aftercare when I was writing this episode. And that's just when you come back home, when, you know, you're unwinding down from all of the excitement and fun. It's time to kind of, I think it it would be good to process what you went through, whether the date went really well or it went bad. I think it's good to process these things so that we can move forward without kind of internalizing or, you know, dragging these things onto the next date. So if the date didn't go well, remember that it is okay and it does not reflect your worth. Sometimes dates can go really, really poorly and... Again, we internalize these things as if it's something wrong with us, as if it's a reflection of something that's wrong with us, and it's absolutely not. So, you know, if you need a journal, if you need to do self-affirmations, definitely do that because we can't all be compatible with one another. That's why we have to date, because we have to go around and look for people that we really are compatible with. Last but not least is to praise yourself that you did something You conquered your fear and your nerves and you put yourself out there. It's not easy and you did it with such grace. So congrats, girl. And that's it for our first day tips. So it is time for Ask Me Anything. Today's question comes from Annalise and they ask, what is the best part of making GirlWise and what would you like to accomplish with the podcast in a couple of years? Thank you so much for your question. This is super sweet. My favorite part of making GirlWise, there are a lot of them. I think my real favorite part is seeing you guys, the listeners seeing that you guys are from a whole bunch of different places, having you guys write in, and just seeing the real impact that the podcast is already making. And that makes me really happy that, you know, the efforts that I'm going through are not in vain and that I'm not just yelling into the void. Um, I also really love that I get to learn about a whole bunch of different topics and that I can support women through these efforts and uh, really just spread lots of love and positivity because the podcast space is not really one to spread those things at the moment. So what would I like to accomplish with it? Man, as, as much as I can, to be honest, I think having a positive impact in women's empowerment and just a place for women hopefully to come and feel safe listening to these episodes and really really at least change their perspective on how they view themselves hopefully in a positive way that already is 
like the biggest accomplishment to me so if I can do that for a couple of people that's amazing if I can do that for a lot of people that's also amazing so I will accomplish or I hope to accomplish as much as I possibly can I hope to make it as big as I possibly can and you know I'm not gonna stop anytime soon so whatever the universe has in store for this is what I will take so yeah I hope that answered your question thank you so much for writing in again Okay, so the boiler are starting to make sounds, so I think that's my cue to leave. If you want to write in a question, don't forget that you can do so by sending an email at girlwisepod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys or you'll hear me in the next episode. Bye!